Hi, this is Jeff. If you have any interest in supporting this podcast, you can visit patreon.com backslash evolving podcast for more information. Thank you. Listening to Jeff Grant's Evolving Podcast, a podcast dedicated to entertainment. Today we're talking about entertainment. I wanted to just go through a lot of TV shows and uh, some movies I've been watching. This is kind of just a stuff I've been consuming recently episode. I'm going to try to do this. I don't want to take forever. Like I don't want to talk about everything like too long. I want it to be brief. My goal is that this episode will not be very long. It could be kind of a quick uh, grab bag type episode. And if you're not interested in one one thing, hopefully the next thing is coming like really quick. So I'm just going to dive in. This is stuff I've been watching and thinking about and stuff I thought maybe I'll, maybe I'm recommending it. Maybe I'm just going to say what it is and say don't watch this or, or whatever. I think most of the stuff I like, this is mostly a recommendation type thing. Okay, so uh, one show I've been watching that's been kind of a big uh, thing I've been talking to my friends about is the HBO show Watchmen. It's a Damon Lindelof show. It's based on the comic from the 80s. It's kind of like this big epic legendary thing that I, I had read the comic. There's a movie that came out like in 2009, I think, and I'd seen the movie and read the comic around that time it's not a comic that like I, I it's one that where I understand why it's so respected but I, I always felt like kind of cold about the story for some reason I don't I don't know why but I appreciated the quality of the writing and and everything uh, I'm a big fan of Lin- Damon Lindelof from like Lost and he also did the show The Leftovers on HBO which I think is one of the best I, I haven't made like a best TV shows of the decade list but I think I would probably include The Leftovers in there it is a great show. It's a. I'm not going to get into it now, but it's worth watching if you haven't seen it. And a lot of these shows, the leftovers included. I don't. It's weird recommending stuff because I know people have different levels of the type of content they're w- w- willing to watch. Maybe some people don't watch rated R movies, and some people that's like their favorite kind of movies. I like rated R movies, and a lot of the shows I watch are probably in that zone so maybe uh skip some of the stuff if you're not into that stuff i don't know anyway watchmen is it's kind of a sequel show to the comic basically and it's a show where i think they wanted it to be a thing where you didn't have to read the comic or see the movie for it to make sense but i don't know if that worked i think it's a more enjoyable experience if you know the comic because it's it's often like calling back to moments in the comic or a character will be from the comic and it's kind of a it makes more sense if you know where what the world that it's set in basically i'm recording this the day the finale airs it's going to air tonight so i haven't seen the last episode and this is the first season and i right now they keep saying that it's only going to be one season but who knows maybe down the line they'll do another season but yeah, long story short, I guess I'm not getting very deep into this. What I really like about the show is 
I feel like there's a lot of TV shows these days where they're not good at like coming up with twists. And I feel like The Watchmen, it's it's a show that we're like, maybe at the end of an episode, something will happen and it'll like kind of blow your mind. And you're like, I have to rethink the whole show now. Like I don't, the mysteries, it's a show where like there's mysteries and then the answer is actually really satisfying and surprising. And then it changes the way you think about the whole thing. And I feel like I haven't seen a lot of shows like that where it's written so well and it's like you can tell they put a lot of thought and like like they knew when they started it what the ending was going to be. And it's it's all it all fits together really well. And it's kind of amazing, like from a like a writing standpoint and like a structure standpoint, like they might have a moment in the first episode that makes zero sense. But then after the like the eighth episode, you're like, oh, oh, I, I understand what was going on. <laughs> more and I feel like that kind of thing is really hard to pull off sometimes with a show like maybe the fifth episode will be like great and everything else is just kind of okay but this is a show that it feels like each episode each each week there's a lot of big moments it's telling a an interesting story and it's a good show I'd recommend it it's very dark it's very nerdy to where I can see if you don't if you aren't familiar with the comic or the movie I don't know it it might not make any type of sense it's kind of one I'd recommend, but I would also recommend doing some of the homework as far as like reading the comic and everything. Another thing I've been doing is I got Disney Plus. So I've been going through a lot of the stuff of watching the normal shows that everybody's watching, like The Mandalorian. And I, uh, okay, I wasn't, The Mandalorian wasn't on my list, but I'll give my quick thoughts. I really like the show. I don't think it's like a great show. Like if I made a top 10 of the year, I don't know if it would be on it. But I really like having a Star Wars show. I think it's done really well. It's more that it's just, there's not a lot of, it's very, it's enjoyable on like a simple level. It's very entertaining. I Yeah, I really like the show, but I, I feel like I get more out of other shows basically. But, and I'll still watch it. I'll still watch every episode of it. It's easy to watch. But with Disney Plus, I, I decided, and I, I this is a loose decision. I don't know. I'm kind of committing to it, but I feel like I'm going to fail at this. But I was like, I'm going to watch every Disney animated feature length cartoon, like every movie they made. I think there's like 50 something of them at this point. I think all of them, but like two are on Disney Plus. Like there's a couple in the 40s from the 1940s that I don't think are on the service. I mean, I've seen a lot of them already, so I'm kind of rewatching a bunch. So far, I've, I've watched uh, Snow. I'm going in order. I wanted to kind of get an idea of how the studio kind of evolved as it went. So I'm watching them in release order. So I've seen Snow White, Pinocchio, and Fantasia. I'm about halfway through Dumbo. I was wondering if I should finish it before I started talking here. But I mean, I've seen Dumbo before. So I'm still early on in this whole, whole thing. But it's been an interesting... Thing. I was wondering if I would recommend this to anybody. I think it's really interesting if you're, you know, if you care about Disney animation. It's it's kind of cool to cut. I think the thing is, is like, this is something I probably would have enjoyed doing like a long time ago, but it wasn't really an option. So with Disney Plus, it's like all in one place for the most part. And it's like, I can go online and, you know, get a list of all the movies and what order they came out, came out in. I think one one thing I'm thinking about I've been thinking about 
with this is uh, a lot of the older movies I don't have for me it's like well they came out like way before I was born I don't I don't know like what the earliest ones are I don't you know like Cinderella and Peter Pan and Jungle Book and Snow White they all kind of just to me they all are just maybe they came out at the same time I don't know what order it's interesting to watch and kind of figure out kind of see how they how they were figuring it out as they went and like Snow White is as the first of their movies I think there were other full-length animated movies like from other countries but this was like one of the main first like American ones it was definitely the first Disney one but it was kind of within the first three animated movies anyway I like Snow White in like a historical way and for what it means and everything I think as I was watching it I was I because I have the blu-ray I've I've watched it not I watched it like a couple years ago and and I think it's like one of those things where you're like it's the animation is really good it's well done but there's something like about it that's hard to watch I don't know if it was just me it was like the pacing felt funny like there'd be like 15 minutes of like the dwarves like trying to take a bath or uh you know <laughs> cleaning up it was like those it was kind of in in these sections where you'd be like man they, we've been in this cottage for like 30 minutes I feel like I'm ready for them to go outside or something else to happen it's like it doesn't feel like it feels like a bunch of sections like shorts kind of put together in a way and it is I mean, it is bigger than that, but it, it doesn't totally feel like a movie. It's kind of weird. I don't know if other people would notice this if they watched it. They might not even care this much, but yeah, that was one thing I noticed. And it also, Pinocchio came out a few years later, and that one felt a little more, I don't know, the pacing felt more normal to me. Like a no, more, they'd figured out a little bit more. And the characters, I just like, I just like Pinocchio more than Snow White. Fantasia is like this classic really seriously weird experimental movie i didn't realize it was the third movie they made it's basically a lot of shorts i read that there was a shorter version that was released and then the version on disney plus is like longer and it has one me one more segment that had been removed it was put back in and the uh the parts where the composer or the uh, conductor is talking there's more of that in this version. I don't know. I watched Fantasia over two nights. The first night, I think I was more in the mood for it. And it, I was very tired and it felt like a dream and, and I enjoyed it. And then the second night, I was trying to finish it. I was, I think I wanted to watch YouTube or something instead. I just wasn't in the headspace to be like, like, oh, wow, it's so, it's, this is art. Like, <laughs> sometimes you're, sometimes you like that kind of stuff. Sometimes you just want something kind of some junk to watch. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I started Dumbo a couple nights, or I don't know, the other day, yesterday, maybe. Dumbo so far has been like the most purely entertaining one. I think it's my favorite of the first four so far. And it's only like an hour and three minutes, which is crazy. Some of these movies are pretty short. And I pre- I appreciate a short movie, especially when I'm trying to go through a bunch of them. I, I need to finish Dumbo. I think I've got like 20 minutes left or something. Okay, moving on. Uh, another TV show I've been watching on Sunday nights after Watchmen is uh, Mr. Robot. It's in its fourth and final season. I think there are only two episodes left while, as I'm recording this. And that's a show that the first season, it's on USA, and the first season was like really popular and everybody was into it. And then it kind of, it seems like the audience has kind of dwindled away. The second season, I remember liking it, but 
there's too many like weird twists that I just wasn't didn't care about for some reason. And then the third season, I thought I really liked a lot more. It might be my favorite season. And then the fourth, it's it's one of those shows where you're like, this is really good. Like, I feel like people don't talk about it very much. It's probably one of my favorite shows of the year as far as uh, it's made by this guy, Sam Esmail, who's like the creator. He, he created it. He write oh i don't know if he writes every he directs every episode like since the second season he's been directing every episode and one of the big joys of watching the show is seeing how he directs the show to me it's just like so interesting the way he frames the shots it's very ambitious and like it doesn't it's not like it's one of those tv shows where it looks like a movie i know there's a lot of that these days but it's a mr robot is one of those shows where I kind of watch it just to, sometimes I go into it just to finish it out. But while I'm watching it, I'm like, man, they're just like, they're really going for it. Like they're, they're doing stuff I wasn't expecting. This show has a lot more, there's a lot more to this show than I thought it thought, you know, and I'm not sure if I'm going to miss it. Like it's one, I'm, I think the story is going to be complete and it's going to be good and, and everything. But I, I've just really enjoyed it. It's been it's just a high quality type show, and I I would recommend it. And if you watch it, I think it's on Amazon Prime, or the first three seasons are. I would I would recommend sticking with it. I think it's a, a worthwhile show. Okay, now I'm going to talk about a couple of movies I've seen recently. I haven't watched as many as I thought I had. There's a lot of movies I want I want to see, but I haven't gotten out to. It. But I did go out and I saw Knives Out which is Ryan Johnson's new uh, murder mystery type show type movie. I just, man, I thought it was pretty great. It was, I don't watch a lot of murder mystery stuff. I don't think for some reason I'm not, I'm, I'm just not inter- interested in it sometimes, but I thought it was really well written and uh, the way it all fit together was really good. I've read some interviews with him. He's talked about how, I think it was like, well, Hitchcock would say when he was doing a mystery, if it was just one question of like who did it, it's not very interesting, like especially to tell a whole story. So the way the mystery kind of unfolds in Knives Out is like you kind of learn a lot more information near the beginning than you're expecting. And it, the story kind of evolves as like it almost becomes the mystery kind of becomes about something else as it goes. Like you think it's just about the murder. And it kind of becomes about this other thing and this other thing. And then it's, I really liked the way it played out and and how the, there'd be twists and it would, it kind of changed as it went. And, you know, the performances were really good. Ana de Armos, is that how you say her name? She's like so good in the movie. She's a star. She's going to be in like so much stuff coming up. Uh, She was, I thought she was uh, definitely a highlight. And not, um, I thought it was interesting because she's kind of the star of the sh- movie, her and Daniel Craig, but it's not advertised in that way. But she kind of becomes like a key, the key protagonist, like as the story goes on. But I would recommend Knives Out, especially if you're in, if you like murder mysteries. It's kind of like one you definitely should see. It's just a fun movie. It's not like a. Like, I don't think it's going to be like nominated for best picture, but it could be nominated for best screenplay kind of thing. Like it's. It's good. And then, okay, so last night I watched Strange Negotiations. 
It's a documentary about this singer-songwriter named Dave Bazan, who was in a band called Pedro the Lion. This was kind of a personal interest. Like, for me, it was something... He's a artist I've been following for, like, 20 years. And uh, someone I've, who I look up to as a songwriter. And I've gotten a lot out of just watching him do his thing. And it, his journey is kind of like... He started as a Christian artist. Sort of, like... Christian artist, but like kind of an indie Christian artist. A lot of his songs were about talking about his faith, but in like a really honest way, which isn't always something you find in Christian music. A lot of Christian music is like uh, trying to like affirm certain beliefs or whatever. But it was always interesting with his music because it felt like it was coming from a more personal place of like being honest about his doubts and uh, criticisms about hypocrisies in religion and stuff like that and then uh, throughout his career he kind of he got to a point where he realized like he didn't believe in a lot of the in christianity anymore and uh but his and his music kind of is all very like personal and it's about his experiences and the movie is a lot of him explaining sort of where he was coming from and his thoughts and how a lot of he, he has a lot of followers who they were like you know they've been disappointed that he like lost his faith that they can't like I think a lot of people they want the artists that they enjoy they want them to think the same way they think and believe the same way they think the same believe the same way they believe so he's like let down all these people but also he's he's uh explored this stuff in like a really honest way to where it's he's he's super uh articulate and He's just good at putting, at explaining, like, his thought process. And I think he, a lot of what he makes, he says makes a lot of sense to people. I think he kind of, he's a good representation of how a lot of people are these days, how a lot of people think about religion and all this stuff. It's kind of a movie where if you're a Christian, I would I would recommend it. Or if you're not a Christian, I would recommend it because I feel like his honesty and his sincerity is really it's kind of something you you would you did even if you didn't agree with everything that he all of his conclusions i think that you would uh still get something out of it it's it's refreshing to see someone like really digging deep into these big questions and trying to come to their own conclusions and also like allowing themselves to to be honest with the about, about their doubts and uh struggles with that stuff despite the perceptions of other people and how, how people are judging them or, or or accepting them or whatever. It was really interesting and it also showed a lot of a lot of it was about his struggle as an artist to basically keep making music and keep having integrity with how he was putting music out and presenting it like as far as like playing uh, house shows. He put he kind of went through this stretch where he did a lot of house shows at uh but it would also, it shows how, like, he, he's married with two kids, and it, it, a lot of it is about how he's trying to juggle, like, having a family while being on the road, like, so much of his life for work. It was it was a good, it was a good movie. I'd recommend it. I rented it on iTunes. I think that might be the only place you can watch it now if, if you can't find it at, like, a theater. I was going to end this with, like, a, I'm trying to decide if I want to do this. I'd, I 
usually I like to make like a top 10 TV shows of the year list, but I'm just not, I don't know why I'm not in the mood to do it. Part of it is because like I, I know there's so much stuff I haven't seen. And then there's like a, there, I think when people make top 10 lists, it's like sometimes they're personal and there's stuff that the person actually likes. Sometimes they're like, well, this show is like a critical darling. And I know if I say it, even even if you really liked it, maybe it's not. Okay, I'm I'm thinking about like Fleabag and stuff like that, which I thought was a great season. The second season of Fleabag, which is on Amazon Prime. I think it was great. I think it deserves all of its, the love of that it's gotten. But uh, I don't, I was like, is it my favorite show? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Like it, I, it, it would probably be in the mix, but I don't know if it would be. I don't know. I don't know why that kind of thing stresses me out. Like, where would I put Fleabag? Like, with like versus like Mindhunter and like Watchmen and Succession and all this. I don't know. But so I wanted to just kind of talk quickly about uh, a few of these shows that I like. Fleabag is one of them. Uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge is. uh, She is like a brilliant writer and performer. it's fun to see her kind of conquer like Hollywood. <laughs> I don't know if I want to get too far into like what each of these shows is about, but the second season of her show Fleabag, I thought was, uh, gosh, it was good. I don't want to, I'm not going to talk about too much of it. That was good. Uh, like I said, Mindhunter is like a show on Netflix. It's kind of about the beginnings of the serial killer thing. It's set in the FBI and it's, by created by like uh david fincher and it's a good like kind of uh murder mystery type show but it has a lot of it is about the techniques that investigators use to catch the bad guys and kind of like the psychological basically like things that they were learning like in the 70s of of like the psychology of killers and using that type of thinking to solve mysteries (laughs) Which a lot of that stuff is more commonplace these days, but it was a new thing then. So it's a lot about like the invention of a lot of uh, criminal investigation type stuff. Yeah, that's good. Succession. I feel like everybody I talk to watches Succession and really likes it. Succession is one of those shows that for me, it's like, I feel like under normal circumstances, it's not the type of show I would care that much about as far as like, it's just about rich people and they're all kind of jerks and they're not very likable and all this. But uh the cast is like really, really good. The writing is really, really, it's like everything about it is it's so well done that you kind of have to give it up. You're like, this is, this is a good show. Like they're going for it. And like this, it's really entertaining. It's really funny. It's got one thing I like about Succession. It's got the deep, intense drama, but the characters are also like narcissistic and cynical. There's a lot of, a lot of the stuff they say is just like ridiculously funny. I don't know. It's kind of it's a good show where the it's dramatic and the dr- drama is serious, but it's still fun to watch. It's kind of weird. Not, I feel like there's not a lot of shows like that. And one show, I guess it's a TV show. I'm considering it a TV show because I've seen it on TV show. I've seen it on TV show. I've seen it on TV. Is the Ken Burns documentary Country Music? It's a uh, probably if I made a top ten list. It would probably be number one because I think it's been it was the most enjoyable thing I've seen this year. And here's a kind of strange tidbit: is I I have not finished it yet. I still have two 
episodes left, which is ridiculous. If it's like one of my favorite things, like why am I not watching it faster? I think the answer to that is that the the episodes are like two hours long. So sometimes I'm like, do I have time to do this? Don't I, don't I want to watch like YouTube stuff instead? Yeah, I'll just do that instead tonight. So I haven't finished it, but I've really enjoyed the country music documentary a whole, whole lot. I think it's great. I think that's it. This this took longer than I wanted it to, but that's okay. So that, that's stuff I've been watching, and maybe you like it, maybe you wouldn't. I don't know, but I'm done talking. Y'all have a nice day. <laughs> okay, bye.